Alright, so in this video, I'm going to talk about something very common people ask, you know, how to know when you should see a financial advisor. How to know when to seek professional help. And I've got three real key areas that you can identify within yourself. Um, there's some sub-areas in there, but three really key points to identify when you should see someone. First and foremost, let's talk about, you know, who we look after. We target young go-getters, right? So we target aspirational young go-getters. People who want to do the work to get to where they need to be. Not people who want to play the victim card. Not people who want to try and just give 10 grand to someone and hope that fixes all their problems. That's not what we're doing, right? We want to look after as young aspirational go-getters. We want to do what needs to be done to get to where they need to be. Right? That's the start point. Now, secondly, let's talk about how to know. The first key point to know whether you need to go see, you should go and see a financial advisor. And when I say go see a financial advisor, take us for example. I'm saying go see them doesn't mean just go and outlay three, four, five grand and become a client of some advisor. Just go see someone. For us, you can come in the first two meetings are free. We don't charge for them because we're not going to charge someone unless we know we can add value to them. So you come in, you do our first meeting, which is called the discovery meeting, and we dive into your life in depth to see what it is you're trying to achieve, what makes you happy, and then we figure out how far on or off track from that you are. Now, in some instances, you're going to be on track for that yourself, and you don't need us, right? There might be some things we can add value to, but there's a chance you might not need us. Secondly, you might not be in a position to take to get financial advice, and this happens often. So we'll give you some pointers, some tips, and say, hey, look, this is what you need to do first. Come back to us at this point, and we can help you from there. But right now, you can't really afford what we're doing. You need to do the basics first. And then thirdly, if we see value there, right? If we see absolute value, yet becoming a client, we're going to get you to your goals faster, inclusive of our fees, well, then we'll recommend it. But that first meeting doesn't cost you anything, right? It doesn't cost you anything to just find out whether you can benefit from advice or not. So the first key area to understand whether you should go see someone about your finances is that the biggest overlaying that should, if you feel this way, you should go see someone, right? Is do you feel like you should be in a better position than what you are? Yeah? And this is the most common one we get. People come in and they say, I earn good money. I've been earning good money for a while. I'm saving. I'm just not progressing, right? Like, I feel like I should be doing better than I am. That is the number one key to say you should go and see someone. Because often you should be. Often you should be in a better position than what you are. And if you're not, it's because you don't know what to do. You don't have the knowledge or, you, or the expertise to do that. So go see a professional. That will make sure that you are doing all the right things and maximizing your current scenario. The second one is very, very simply that you're not happy, right? You're just not living the fulfilling life. And that usually comes down to one of three areas or all three of these areas. And that's that there's too much information out there, right? There's too much information out there. You, you, know, you can go on Google and you can find three different studies or three different approaches to, to prove three different points on the same topic. And they all look correct. You know, there's so much information out there. What's right for you? And the second one is, is clear, a clear strategy. So sure, there's a million options out there, but which one's right for what you want to do, right? The third one is you don't have enough time. In reality, you know, anyone can do what I do. You can go to uni, you can study, you can Google shit, and you can educate yourself and learn. But the reality is you're not going to. It's not that you can't, it's that you won't do it. And no matter how much you think you can do it, if you don't, then it's worth jack shit. I've got so many people in my life that for some reason they think, oh, you're my mate, my mate's a financial advisor. And they just think that that sorts them out. They've never come and see me. Oh, my my family member's a financial advisor. Now, I see it all the time. People go to me, oh, my, my brother's an accountant. Okay, but is he doing anything for you? Oh, no, but he's an accountant, so I'm sweet on that front. 
yeah, right, okay, that makes absolutely zero sense. Fucking, my uncle's a, my uncle's an Olympic wrestling coach, so I'm sweet on wrestling, but I've never wrestled in my life. What the fuck, you know what I mean? That doesn't make any fucking sense. So, that's the, that's the second one, right, is that you're just, you're just unsure. You're unsure and you're unhappy with where things are. The third one, this is really important, because this is where a lot of people get trapped into this false sense of progression. And that third one is no progression, yeah? And inclusive of no progression is false progression. So what is false progression? Take, for example, you're saving money. So you feel good because you're putting money aside, but you're not doing anything with that money. That's not progressing because your bank account is not going to keep up with the rate of inflation, let alone all the assets you're saving for. So you're actually going behind. Now, obviously, saving is better than not saving. But saving for too long or too much is bad. It's not good, right? It's false progression. And that's a really key point. So a good example is if you have been saving for longer than three years and you're not doing the things you want to do, right? You're not buying that house, you're not investing. That's where you need, that's a red flag. Because past three years, you should be considering other options for your money. The only things that you should be saving for The only things you should be saving for is one, the first thing you should be saving for is an emergency buffer, yeah? You should be saving for an emergency buffer. And that only needs to be three to six months worth of income, so that shouldn't take too long. The second main thing you'd be saving for is the home deposit, yeah? But if it takes you longer than three years to save for that home deposit, you need to consider other strategies. Because you think that, generically speaking, the home that you're trying to buy is not going to stay that value for three years. So by the time you get there, you're going to have to save more. It's going to take another three years. Then that home's going to go up again. And it's a vicious cycle. So that's a really important point. And then the other thing that you should be saving for is maybe things like, like luxury items, right? But you shouldn't be doing that all the time. You should only be saving for them every once in a blue moon when you want to get there. Everything else, you should be spending your money. You need to have a spending plan. You need to spend it on the right things. Otherwise, you're not going to reach your goals. And saving is a very big false progression point that people get caught up in all the time. And then they get to 50 or 60 and they go, holy fuck, I don't have enough money. It's because you saved it all, you didn't invest, you didn't do the right things with it. So, and that, that point is progression. If you're year in, year out just not progressing, and like I said, even or you're false progressing, you need to go see someone do the right things with money because that's gonna cost you a lot in the long run. So recap those three things. First one, the key overarching thing. You do not feel like you're in a position you should be given your current circumstance. That's the biggest one. Secondly, you're not, you don't have, you're not clear on what your next steps are or you're unhappy with how things are going. And thirdly, you're not progressing or you're false progressing. There are the three key areas and when you should go see an advisor just to see if they can help you out and see if you can get on track quicker. Come and see us. Like I said, first meeting's free. If we can't add value, we'll tell you. If we can add value, we will add value. We'll add significant value. So, that was a good video today. A little bit long, but a really important one that you guys need to understand. Peace out.